0: Welcome to episode 335. Hello, my friend. Welcome to a fresh new episode of New Mindset Who Dis. Thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting me. And today I have a concept I want to talk about. It's the concept that you've probably heard. It goes like this. It goes, if they wanted to, they would. If they wanted to, they would. And we've heard this in in all kinds of scenarios, and I think it applies in all kinds of scenarios, dating, of course, uh, but also definitely with friendships, uh, in business, Uh, absolutely, really any circumstance where you have to deal with another person, where both people need to be on the same page in order to move forward. If they wanted to, they would. Is this a true statement? Would they? <laughs> if they wanted to, would they? Well, that's what I want to talk about in this episode. I have some very simple thoughts on this that I think will be really helpful and I'll just get right into it. And I'm going to use the example of a ship to prove the point. I think this is a, a relatable circumstance, a ship. Maybe you've heard this name before. Uh, I haven't. Uh, The internet loves a good label. Um, I haven't heard the term before, but I think you and I, we're familiar with the circumstance. A textationship. uh, It's a relationship where two people um, are texting, but one person only texts and never makes any effort to see you. They're all talk. They're no action. A textationship. Um, You've probably come across this uh, at some point in your life. It could be with a friend. They text you, but they never make any effort to meet up. They never seem to want to actually be in-person friends. Um, Or more likely, you've come across this in dating. Uh, This happens a lot on dating apps. Um, You exchange numbers, and then you become pen pals. Um, You do interact, though, but the other person never really makes an effort to meet up with you. No matter how much enthusiasm you show, no matter how many times you push them to do that. Um, it's a very strange land, uh, a textation ship, but it's very reflective of this idea of if they wanted to, they would. And more on that in a minute. But let's stick with the example of a textationship, ship. Um, I could probably do an entire episode on this alone, but. You know, I'll be honest. I've been there. I think in my twenties, I've definitely struck up textation ships before, where I was perfectly satis- satisfied just texting. Um, it was wild. It is wild. Like no effort to meet up. Literally just pen pals. Um, and I'll use this example to prove a point about this concept of if they wanted to, they would. But in a textation ship, you have two people, two people that are flirting with each other, two people getting to know each other, um, having fun. But it's strictly via text or DM or email or something that's not in person, but one person is fully content with just that. They are fully content with the, the rush of flirting. They get the emotional, the dopamine connection from it without ever needing to meet up. And they're perfectly content with that because they really aren't looking for anything more in general, or they simply don't want it with the other person. But they like what they have because you're there when they want you. Uh, You're there when they want some fun. You're there when they want some conversation. You're there when they want some semblance of an emotional connection. And so a textationship fits their agenda very nicely. And so they make excuses. They're always busy. They aren't available and so on and so on. And they'll stretch that out over time. They'll pop off the radar for a bit. They'll come back. They'll hit you with the, hey, stranger, and so on. And there you are on the other end of that. You're human, so you like the attention. Uh, they seem eager. Uh, I mean, they do text you. They are texting you. So you you see potential. You respond. They're funny. They've got something about them. Um, so you can understand why you might find yourself in this circumstance. And to the last episode I did... Maybe you also are influenced by the fact that you don't want to seem overeager or you don't want to seem desperate. And so you just, you just chill. You play the waiting game. You accept their excuses. You allow yourself to settle into the textationship because to you in your mind, it's not that it's not as textationship. It's just a phase before it becomes something more. And so you're not really to blame for that, of course, but here's where I think we all need to take a good hard look in the mirror. Whether it's in this circumstance, in dating, where you've become pen pals with someone without ever meeting up, or whether it's in a friendship where you never actually see each other, or even in a business relationship. A good, hard look in the mirror to realize that truly, the saying is true, if they wanted to, they would. And if you listen to the podcast, you know, I'm not really one for like sweeping generalizations or cut and dry statements like that, because life, of course, is anything but that simple. So I'll caveat this by saying, I do think this is a very true statement. If they wanted to, they would. But take into account that, yes, sometimes people are legitimately busy. I'm a busy guy. So take that into account, yes, and also sometimes people are waiting for you to make the first move. Sometimes people are afraid of rejection, maybe they're insecure, and so they act in strange ways, they protect themselves. Humans are weird, we do weird things. So realize that, practice a little bit of empathy there, but then realize that if you have made it clear that you want more, and they've also clearly established a pattern of behavior of not doing what they say they're going to do, then that's when you need to realize that the statement is absolutely true. If they wanted to, they would. And not just because it's a nice sounding cliche and we love a good cliche, but because you can prove that this is true. You can prove that this, the saying, if they wanted to, they would, is true in your life. I think I've given this example before, but think about yourself. Think about your individual human nature. Think about how you act when you know what you want. Think about how you act when you think you know what you want. Think about how you act when you're excited about something or someone. What do you do? Well, likely you show it. Or at minimum, you find it difficult to hide. And so you act on it in some way. You don't sit on it knowing what you want without at least trying to get it. It's the silly example I always get. If give. You're, if you're hungry, you're hungry. And it grows until you're like, I'm hungry. And then you eat. You do something about it. You don't wait around. No, you you eat. And I know human nature isn't that easy because, again, to my point, there's always going to be some semblance of overthinking or insecurity. And I think it's very healthy to give other people the benefit of the doubt. Sometimes. Sometimes give them some time. But after a while, if you truly wanted something in your life, you do it. You make it happen. You make it happen because you want to. And that's what drives you to do something, right? Life (laughs) is simple. Why do we do things? We do things because we want to. We might not want to do step one, but we want what lies beyond that. Fair statement? We might not want to go on another first date and do the same 20-question song and dance, but we want a partner. We want the companionship. We're interested in getting to know that specific person. We're attracted to that specific person. And so we do step one because we want it, (laughs) right? We do what we want. And if we didn't want that thing, that person, then we don't do step one. We don't act on it. Oversimplified? Sure, probably. But I think we need to analyze our relationships, our friendships, our textationships, our situationships through this lens that When you know how you feel, you act on it. Hey, real quick, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. And you know, if you're like me, you're always wishing for more time in life, right? Like, I wish I had more time. I wish I had more time to do blank. I wish, I wish, I wish. And as much as practically having a couple more hours in a day would be cool, a bit more time to do what we love instead of jobs and responsibilities, it begs the question, what would we do with that time? Not just wishful, I want more time, but for what? What would I do with that time? What really matters to me? What brings me joy? What enhances my life instead of just filling time and space with? Well, to answer that question, I think therapy can help. Therapy can help you find what matters so you can do more of it. And if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapist at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash newmindset today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, hel dot newmindset. Their bread options have zero to one grams of net carbs, zero grams sugar, and it's high in fiber. It's got the same soft, fluffy experience you love when enjoying a BLT or a burrito or a burger or toast. And they were kind enough to send me some loaves, and I can attest to it being the same experience I crave, but now guilt-free. They also sent me some tortillas, which are great. They have bread loaves, buns, biscuits, tortillas, anything to match your bread cravings. So don't give up on being a breadhead. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to hero.co and use code newmindset at checkout. That's newmindset at h-e-r-o oco c-o. When you know how you feel, you act on it. In the instance of someone not making any effort, either ever in the case of uh, ships, or infrequently in others, it might be be time to swallow a tough pill that says either that person doesn't know how they feel or they do. And it's not you. (laughs) It's not you. If they don't know how they feel, well, you can give them some time. Sure. I think empathy and patience is important, but it's also important to know that for every person who's playing the, I don't know what I want card, there's someone out there who's like, uh, hi, excuse me. I know exactly what I want, (laughs) right? So consider that. And if they do know what they want, if they do know how they feel, and they're not putting an effort towards you, well, it might be hard to hear, but they're just not that into you. End of story. And either way, in either case, if they wanted to, they would. But I understand it's easy to overthink that. It is because we are suckers for a good excuse. We want to believe in other people. We want to believe that someone will do what they say they're going to do. So we'll believe the excuse. Yeah, oh, they're just really busy, of course. Oh, yeah, they ran out of mobile minutes on their phone again. Okay, work has been crazy. Oh, man, they've been they've been remodeling their kitchen for a year and a half now. It's all good, <laughs> right? We're suckers for a good excuse. And we're suckers for our own excuses. We're suckers for our own logic. Like, we're pretty damn good at convincing ourselves that something is there when it's not. We're pretty good at convincing ourselves that someone really likes us when they don't because it's easy to be the one who always does the planning, the asking, the pushing and think that that is a well-rounded two-way street type relationship and to think that if we just continue to do this, if we just continue to try harder and push more, if we prove our worth more, they'll finally make time for us. That's a tough one. We think that we need to showcase ourselves more to win their time, to win their actions. Like Words are great, but we think we need to try harder to then win their actions. We think we need to lure them in, and then they'll finally be like, okay, I'll make time for you. And that's why we put up with something like a textationship. And then that's why we feel guilty sometimes when we're in a textationship and we start to come to our senses. We're like, wait a minute, this person doesn't really seem to ever do what they say they're going to do wait a minute what's going on here but then that little nagging voice in our head tempts us to feel guilty for thinking about ending it we start to think that we're bad selfish people if we cut them off self selfish if we give them an ultimatum or desperate if we voice our frustration and so we pile on with more and more excuses they just need more time, they need more reassurance, I need to work harder, I need to work harder to create space for them, whatever it is. And so we justify someone who wants to, but never does. We justify words without actions. Oof, we justify words without actions. I think when when we get to this point, when we take a hard look in the mirror, it's time to do something. And it's time to do something once two conditions have been met. And if these two conditions are met, then there's no overthinking. It's one, you know yourself what you want and you've made it clear to them. And two, they've established a pattern of clear behavior, not just a once or twice I'm busy or an excuse here or there, but a pattern of doing it. If those two conditions are met, it's, it's mere time. It's pull up a chair and ask yourself, are you okay with words without effort? No, Of course, of course you're not. Of course you're not. But then take it a step further. Ride that momentum of that realization. You should never feel guilty for cutting off a person like that. It doesn't make you a bad person. And even more important, perhaps, it doesn't make them a bad person. Like this doesn't need to be a grandiose, angry thing where you're like, they're a shitty person for not putting in effort. They're toxic. They're this. They're that. They're using me. You don't need to create a a negative, energy-consuming narrative where they didn't choose you, and they hate you, and they're messing with your feelings. You can literally approach this with a sense of calm and peace and simply say, this person is not meant to be in my life in the same way that I'm not meant to be in theirs. You can say that. You could say, our intentions don't align right now. Our needs don't align right now. Our energies don't align right now. Whatever it is, you can simply say that and realize that you are not wrong. And maybe they're not wrong either. Who knows? Well, <laughs> I say that, but they're wrong in the sense that they should freaking speak up if they're not into something. They're they're definitely at fault in that sense. So let's be real. But I'm just saying that you don't need to create a draining negative narrative about how they're messing with you and they're evil and they're this and they're that. It's as simple as if they wanted to, they would. And guess what? They don't want to. You want to, but they don't. And so it's time to let them go. It's time to just be done. It's time to let go of someone who likes to talk, who likes to show intent, but never acts on it. It's time to let go because you are a grown ass adult. You're mature, you're compassionate, you're self-aware. And so you are at a point in your life where you look exclusively at actions. And you know that if you want something, you don't allow it to stay as a want. You act on it. That's what you do. And you know that that's true because you're willing to do it. And yes, sometimes in your personal life, you need space. Sometimes you need a hot minute to take care of your needs. Sometimes, yes, you make an excuse. Okay. But when it's game time, it's game time. And if you want something, you put yourself in the game. You don't sit on the sidelines talking about what you're going to do. No, you play. You say yes. You take action. And so you hold other people to the same standard. Because if you want to you would, and you do. And so the statement has to be true for other people as well. If you hold yourself to that standard, you have to hold other people to that standard. And so if they wanted to, they would. And sometimes I think life is that simple. As long as you take the time to make sure that you've made your intentions clear, that they know it, and you've practiced a little bit of of patience and empathy, and you've taken time to spot a pattern, once you've done that, There's no guilt to be felt. There's no overthinking to be done. It's as simple as if they wanted to, they would. And again, you can prove this to yourself. It's not just a nice saying. You can prove it to yourself through your own behavior, but also by acknowledging that, yeah, absolutely, you deserve someone who talks the talk and walks the walk. Why would you ever want to convince someone to begrudgingly, okay, fine, I'll do it. No way. You deserve someone who wants to act. Of course, high energy, active, not passive. You don't need to make excuses for someone who's not willing to do that. And it's important to realize you're not selfish for wanting their actions to align with their words. You're not selfish for expecting that. The bar is literally that low. And not just because you know that's true, but because you hold yourself to the same standard. And as I've always said on the podcast, there are a couple things I know about you. I know what you deserve. I don't know you, but without knowing anything about you, I know that you deserve a couple of things in life. And namely, well namely it's one. It's you deserve the things you yourself do. If you're willing to do it, you deserve the same in return. That is a universal truth to me. It might take time. You might not get it immediately, but I very fundamentally believe that whatever you're willing to do in life, You deserve the same in other people. If you're willing to love, you deserve to be loved. If you you practice honesty, you deserve to receive honesty in return. If you're willing to act, you deserve someone who also acts. And in this case, in your life, you do what you say you're going to do. And so you deserve someone who does the same. If they wanted to, they would. Why? Why? because the standard you hold yourself to should be the standard you hold other people to. So that's it, I'll end it right there. Shorter episode, just something to think about. If they wanted to, they would. If this was helpful, I'd love it if you'd share this episode with a friend, maybe share it with a friend who's frustrated by this type of behavior in their life. I'm sure they'd appreciate this coming from you. I'd also be really grateful if you'd visit unbothered.com, enter your email address there. This is my new project, it's launching very, very soon. And I want to hook you up with all kinds of discounts and bonuses and for you to be the first to know when it's live. So pop over to unbothered.com, enter your email there. But that is it. Thank you as always for supporting me. Thank you so much for listening. And until next episode, I'm out.